Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. another episode of the gratitude podcast so today we have katie and she is a recent new grad and i'll let her get into more of her story so thank you so much for coming on oh thanks for having me of course i was so excited to come on the podcast as soon as you announced you were gonna make it i was like oh i hope gabby asked me (laughs) (laughs) and here we are (laughs) This will be a really, really good one. So Katie, if you want to tell us your journey to PT school and kind of how you got started and interested in the profession. So in undergrad, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I wasn't one of those people that, you know, broke their legs when they were 12 and knew that they wanted to be a PT. I kind of bounced around with different majors and different ideas. Like, for example, I looked into teaching, being a veterinarian, being a dentist. I was really into astronomy and architecture, thought about being a pediatrician. Um, so I was literally all over the place. And after after my first year, I knew I wanted to be a biology major. But, you know, bachelor's in biology, I was like, I don't I don't think you could do very much with a bachelor's in biology. So I kind of was looking into health professions of some sort, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So after three years of school, I was like, shoot, I should probably start figuring it out. I kept shadowing different professions, but I wasn't really sure. Then I took a weightlifting class, I don't know, sometime in my second or third year of undergrad. And then I thought it was really, really cool. And I was looking up, you know, how to deadlift and squat. And I'm like, muscles are awesome. And I taught a couple of my friends how to lift properly. And I thought it was really fun. So then I just started shadowing a couple of different physical therapists. So I looked up my my school's alumni. There was a website where you could just Google alumni. And I looked up physical therapists. And I just kind of cold called or cold emailed a handful of them. And I did like motivational interviews because I was like, I don't know what the hell a physical therapist does. Like I never had PT. None of my friends or family, I don't think really talked about it. So I just kind of tried to talk to as many people as I could. And I tried to observe, I observed at like four or five different places. And then I still, I wasn't sure, you know, like what kind of patients I would want to work with, or if I wanted to work with sports or kids or adults, but I knew that I really liked what I saw. And I thought it was really cool that I could be in the medical profession, but I don't have to, you know, prescribe drugs and all of that kind of stuff. So I decided to be a PT like my fourth year of undergrad. So I did like all of my observation hours in a year and kind of did everything really quickly and then applied the year that I graduated. Let's see what else. Am I going all the way to (laughs) being a physical therapist? Oh yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I could talk about this for like an hour, but I don't want to bore people too much but anyways yeah I applied for schools and then I had to take a year off because I was waiting for interviews and to hear back from schools I mean you can read a little bit more on my blog about what I did but I was kind of open to going anywhere in the United States so I looked up all there were like 225 schools at the time so I looked at every single website and I was which ones am I interested in and eventually narrowed it down to 10 and then got an interview at University of Maryland Eastern Shore they were the first school that got back to me 
and I really liked them and then got an acceptance <laughs> before I heard back from like every other school and I'm like wait what do I do I have nine other schools that might <laughs> offer me acceptance it was a relief to get an acceptance from one school and I ended up going there yeah moved out to Maryland for three years and then just graduated this past September and now I'm back in California what a journey <laughs> I know really long journey I tried to like <laughs> speed it up because I yeah I could talk about it for a while that's the gist of it no that's so cool and I think I mean there aren't that many people who move across the country to go to PT school I mean yeah people move around at least my program I guess I'm in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania but like everybody <laughs> I go to school with except my roommate is from like within a five-hour drive I don't know how what is that like for you Gabby yeah I would say say there are more people I think from Virginia and Ohio there are a few from Maryland and a few from out west so we're kind of like scattered but I would say most of us are from the east coast so I think that's so cool props to you for moving across the country Katie that is so awesome thank you um I mean I've always lived in California so I was kind of tempted to live somewhere else for a couple of years I mean my main motivator I feel like was just because schools are really really expensive here so I kind of wanted to see what else was a little bit cheaper and I don't know maybe that's what draws people to the program in Maryland because like Gabby there's a lot of classmates who are scattered throughout like there's one girl the class underneath me that's also from California and I feel like every single time I was on clinicals or like met someone new I'd be like oh I'm from California um and they're like why the hell did you move out here because I didn't move to like a big city like I didn't move to New York City so when my my family came out they were like why did you come out here (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of farms and I think the I think the city that my school is in I don't even know you can't call it a city there's like 2,000 people yeah um, it's a little town Maryland so it's literally like everyone had no idea why I came out here and I'm like well like where I'm from in California is kind of the same like I'm used to farms and not much to do (laughs) um so I don't know it wasn't that big of a change for me yeah just it surprised me that more people travel for school than than I expected yeah for sure I would say there's there are more people and I guess it depends where you get accepted too because I feel like if you get accepted to the school you're just all right well I guess I'll move across the country because I've, I've gotten accepted and kind of you know start a new chapter which is really cool that's awesome that um, you did that and you you experienced that for three years yeah so what inspired you to start your blog Katie I don't know I feel like I decided to become a PT like really quickly after I started observing because I started my blog like like in October and I think I started observing like that that June or July or something but (laughs) I'm like hardcore into researching and learning about things which is why I like interviewed so many PTs to figure out if that's what I want to do but when I was looking on like you know what is physical therapy school like there was no information (laughs) when I was looking at um how do you get observation hours no there's nothing really online there were maybe I think there were two other blogs but one was anonymous and the other one didn't write too many details about her life it was mostly about I don't know PT school I guess not necessarily about her experience really and then the only thing I really found was this online forum which was anonymous and I would go on there all of the time and tried to learn as much as I could um, and then and I saw that there were other pre-PTs posting on there and they were asking questions and I was also a pre-PT but I knew answers so I was answering questions and I'm like well I feel like I'm being kind of repetitive and I might as well just make a blog <laughs> 
so I can just write my post about pre-PT stuff as I'm a pre-PT and as I go throughout PT school. So that's how that started. I mean, I've always had kind of an interest in like arts and crafts and web design. I don't know, since I was like 12 or something. So it kind of fit in. It was a really nice hobby and I thought it would be a really cool way to help other students, not just locally, but throughout, I don't know, throughout the country and um, students in other countries too. Yeah. And that's, you know, the big appeal to blogging. Like you said, you affect so many people's lives and, you know, maybe, I don't know how many hours it takes you to write a blog, but instead of going on the forum and like saying the same thing 20 billion times, you're just like compiling it into a nice little present for people and be like, here you go, read this. Yeah. Podcasts are really cool for that too. But I mean, blog, the the two blogs that were available at the time, like I read every single post that was available and I'm like, shoot, that looks like fun. I want to do it too. The other thing that I love about blogging is that I feel like I've always been a super introvert. So a lot of people are drawn towards videos and podcasts and I've never been a big talker. So even like getting on podcasts is still like not quite in my comfort zone, but I'm getting better at it. But blogging, I feel like I get to, um, I don't know, take photography and I get to write and it gives me time to edit my thoughts and make sure it's it's what I want to say and that I'm not too biased in what I'm saying because I want to give really good advice to other people that are reading it. So that's where I really like blogging and writing. But I do wish I was like really into making videos and stuff because I think that's cool. And there aren't enough PTs on YouTube. If anyone wants to do that, I recommend YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with the blog, so you said you started it uh, when you were doing your observation. So when was that? That was month and year, October 2013. <laughs> 2013. So it, you've had your blog out for a few years, which is great because I know I actually was looking at it when I was applying and I remember seeing my road to PT. And then once I found out, it must have been, it was definitely before I met you, but I was like, wait a minute, that's Katie's blog. <laughs> and once I made that match, I was, oh my gosh, this is a huge thing. People, you know, look at it all the time and you've probably impacted, well, I know you've probably impacted so many people just from your, from your blog post which is amazing I remember I think the first time I I met you that was in in May when we were in Florida at the um smart success PT conference you I definitely remember you like being all happy and surprised and that you recognized me and you read my blog and I was like oh my god what starstruck still because to me like I know people have read it because obviously like people have left comments and sent emails but it's another thing to like see face-to-face -face conversations of people who have read it it feels super weird because I don't know blogging it it feels impersonal and anonymous because when I interact with people, it's just through words. It's not through pictures. So I have no idea what anyone looks like. And I have, I don't know who's reading my stuff. So I've met like a couple of UMES students that ended up going there and they had reached out to me before they you know, went to that school. I don't know. It's always weird for me to meet people in person, but it is so rewarding, I think, at the same time. Definitely. Going back to PT school, I guess during your, oh, your long-term rotation, uh, what is one thing that you learned from both? Because it did you have two long-term rotations? Uh, so the way UMES works is our rotations are kind of mixed in with our didactic curriculum. So starting in our first year, part-times, and then second year, we do some part-time and full-time, and then third year, it's only full-time and some classes. So we actually had three part-time and then four full-time. Um, and the full-time ones, there's one that was six weeks and then three that were eight weeks. So how many did you have total? Total six. 
seven, three part-time and then four full-time. Okay. Got it. That's a lot though. So how many weeks did you have? Like, <laughs> gosh, that's a lot of weeks. I don't know. I think I, most PT schools have like 30 weeks or something, but that sounds like 40 ish. I don't know. I think I, I did the math at some point. I think it's like 36 or 40. Um, yeah. That's really good though. You get so yeah. much experience. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard to do the math too, because the part-time ones, the first one was four hours a week. And then we would go to school for the other four hours. And then the other ones were eight hours, but everyone was a little bit different because it was part-time. I remember there was one day that I wanted to stay and observe. So I did like 10 hours one day instead of eight. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, how the numbers work out. No, but that's so cool though. So where did you have all your different rotations? Like what settings and stuff? I'm just going to talk about the full-time ones because the part-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full-time ones are good. I had two in acute care, one in outpatient and one in outpatient pediatric. So kind of a lot of <laughs> different settings. Out of all of those, did you have one that you liked more? <laughs> I guess <laughs> I was trying to word it. The correct way to say it. Gosh, it's, I think my, my last two clinicals I liked the most. So the hospital was really cool because I got to um, go to a lot of different areas of the hospital. So it felt like I was always learning and always learning about different diagnoses. And I was in the ICU and I was in the, um, the psych area and I was in, you know, post-op joint replacement. Like I, I was never bored and I was always learning something new and it was, it was really fun. And then outpatient pediatrics is also, it was my very last one. And it was, I don't know, since the beginning of PT school, I thought I might end up in pediatrics. So that was the one I really wanted. And I actually, my clinical instructor was our pediatrics professor, which was really cool. Cause I, I had her for those two pediatric classes and I knew her and knew I, that I loved her. And I, when she taught the class, she let a couple of us observe her clinic. So I'd already been to the clinic <laughs> for a couple hours ahead of time. And I really love pediatrics. I think it was the most exhausting out of all of my clinicals because you spend all day kind of running around. And I felt like I had to prepare a lot. I would spend an hour every night kind of preparing for treatment ideas because I feel like in adults, you can kind of get away with more boring treatments. It's like not ideal, but <laughs> it kind of happens. Um, but with kids, you can't have them just do, I don't know, sit to stands that's super boring. So you have to make everything kind of fun and interesting to them. And I had to learn to not get flustered when my plan didn't go well. Cause sometimes I would go in and have five really fun ideas. And the kid was like, uh, uh, I hate all of those ideas. And I'm like, shoot, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. So it was really fun, but super exhausting. Cause I put in the most work for that one outside of my clinical. Yeah. But I kind of miss having clinicals. They're really, they're really fun. <laughs> and it's nice to not have to do everything on your own. You always have kind of a partner, your clinical instructor. Yeah, that's so great. I'm actually going to clinic next semester and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm just excited to be in that environment and not necessarily in class all day, every day. Yeah, it's such a blast because I don't know if it's like the same for other students, but I feel like I would learn about all these diagnoses and all these treatments and I'm like, okay, like I feel pretty solid in my book skills and some of my hands-on stuff, but nothing would really stick in my head super well until I would get a patient that I could practice on and that I could learn from. So like I would treat, you know, someone with Parkinson's and I'm like, oh, I have so many ideas. I'd go back to my notes and try to learn some stuff. And then the next time we learned about Parkinson's in class, I would think about that patient that I had treated. And man, I really loved that we had our clinicals mixed in with our classes because we would all go out to clinicals for two months and then come back. And then everyone would tell stories whenever we had lab time, everyone would be like, oh, I learned this cool thing with this patient. And then we would, we would all teach each other some stuff that we had learned. So I thought, 
was really valuable to have. So what do you miss most about clinicals? I know you kind of touched on it a little bit, but is there anything you wish you could have now besides, you know, having like a CI or somebody right above you? I definitely miss that I had someone else to treat patients with. I feel like it was kind of nice to, you know, if a, if a kid or a patient wasn't really, <laughs> wasn't behaving or it was hard for me to build rapport with a certain patient, it was nice that I had a CI to jump in if I needed them. And I also really loved that, you know, day one, obviously you don't have a full caseload. You kind of slowly work up to it and you have someone to help you with your documentation. <laughs> um, yeah, now that I'm a, a, a real PT, I have to do all of it myself and <laughs> it's not very fun. I wish I had a CI to help me type. No, I I do really, I really like also not having a CI. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to say clinicals are superior, but I did always kind of feel like I was mimicking my CI style a little bit. And I feel like that's kind of kind of what you do as a student. Like you mimic what your teacher wants you to know for tests, or you mimic a certain way of doing things so that way you can pass your practical. <laughs> but now that I'm a PT, I kind of get to pick what I want to do and how I want to do things. I don't have to go off of, oh, my CI usually does this, so I'll do it a little bit differently, but still a lot how they do it. So I really like being able to do what I want to do now. That's so great too. You just have that autonomy and you're able to treat and like you said you know you have to do the documentation but also be and mold yourself into the PT that you want to be without having a CI or a professor telling you <laughs> what exactly to do but if you wanted to give one piece of advice to a student or something that you wish you would have known throughout your time in PT school what would that be so i feel like i i've always been such a such a big introvert and i never was never comfortable in group situations or one-on-one -on -one conversations, especially with people that I don't know. Um, I've always had a small group of close friends that I feel comfortable with. So opening up to new people was always stressful, especially on clinicals. They'd be like, here, work with this patient, stretch them out. And I'm like, who are they? What? <laughs> I have to make small talk with this person while I'm stretching their leg. Like it was so weird. But I feel like all of that all that was always kind of in my head. And it's so hard to not be so critical of yourself because really you can talk about anything and the patient will get along with you. But I always felt like, it always felt so forced to me. And I would literally, after clinical, sometimes feel super awkward. So I'd Google like, how do you do small talk? <laughs> or what conversations can you can you do? So I got I got better at it because, and it, it did really help actually Googling small talk ideas because I would have those at the back of my mind. So I'm like, this is awkward. No one said anything for two minutes. What do you do for fun. <laughs> so I would have topics at the back of my head. It, it really does get easier. I thought I would struggle with that a lot and I sort of did, but I was kind of my own worst enemy at the same time too. So even if you're an introvert and you're, you really don't like being around people all that much and it's a little draining, it really, really does get easier. And then I guess to piggyback off of that, it kind of relates to my second thing. Yeah, I mean, I tend to be my own worst, <laughs> my own worst person and get stuck in my head a little bit. And particularly, um, I don't feel like I'm the strongest in outpatient orthopedics. And I would always be kind of hard on myself. And my clinical actually had a new grad PT that had started there a few months prior. So say if he had to do an evaluation on someone with back pain or with ankle pain, I would see him preparing in advance by reading through his notes. And he would be taking notes and getting ready for the evaluation. And like, I would have conversations with him about how, you know, it's okay to not know everything. And he, he was really reassuring 
reassuring because he was still trying to get better at evaluations and learning more. And he was always doing CEUs and stuff. So that was, that was reassuring because you can, you can go into the job and you don't have to know everything because chances are you're going to see the patient again. So if you don't, I don't know, do all the special tests you want to do or do all the treatments you want to do, it's okay because they'll probably be back. <laughs> so you can just prepare and learn a little bit more for them to come back the next time. It's okay if you kind of have to BS it a little bit because you know more than you think you do. I think that's so important for students to understand and hear from a new grad too because we all feel like we don't know enough. <laughs> like that's the number one thing we keep hearing over and over and over again is we're new grads or like we're in PT school. Like, oh, what do I know? But yeah, so true. You know more than you think you do. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still get that feeling sometimes, especially as a new grad and I'm working with people that, that have more experience than me. But I do what I know how to do um, and I'm good at building rapport with patients. And if I don't know enough about a diagnosis, then I learn about it after work or on the weekends and I, I take CEUs online. So I feel like I'm, I'm still getting better and the only way to get better is just to keep doing it and not, not keep hounding on yourself because you feel like you don't know enough because, gosh, I, I forget who told me this too, is that you've gone through a lot of education and you'll always know more than your patients do about certain things. So there's always something you can educate your patients, um, even if you feel like you don't know that much. You know a lot more than you think you do. So last question we have for you, Katie. What are your goals as a new grad physical therapist? Um, gosh, that's, that's a really hard question to answer. I don't know. And it's something that I felt like I struggled with a little bit throughout PT school because I feel like there are always those classmates that have been hardcore. Oh, I'm going to be a sports physical therapist since I've been since I've been 15. That's what I wanted to do. Or I for sure want to work in hospitals with little kids in early intervention. So I felt like, I don't know, half of my classmates knew exactly what they wanted to do and the other half, maybe this or maybe this. And I'm kind of in that boat. Um, I don't really have any hard set goals, which is a little stressful, but also really exciting because I feel like I have so many different things that I can do with my with my education so I'm gonna try to figure out what I want to do since beginning PT school I've been interested in in pediatrics so I want more experience in that but I also really like hospitals and I want to check out home health so I actually <laughs> I want to do travel physical therapy for a couple of years that way I can try out different settings and hopefully get a better idea of what I want to do I guess that's just clinical stuff I know that I'm I'm always going to take continuing education and I really like going to conferences um, so that's always on my bucket bucket list, but that's that's hard to, to figure out, you know, what conferences and what CEUs you want to do when you want to treat everybody. <laughs> so that could get expensive really quickly. But yeah, travel PT is, is one thing that I for sure want to do. So it's nice that I know that. And since school started, I've also, I don't know, been looking into non-clinical PT jobs because I, I feel like there's so much we can do with this career that's aside from just treating patients and not just treating patients. I don't want to word it like that because that's what most PTs do, I think. Like you go to PT school because you love helping people and you want to treat people for 40 hours a week, which is super awesome. And I also love treating patients 40 hours a week, but there's also other things that I really like writing and I think I could like making videos and there's just so many job opportunities I can do with the physical therapy. So I'm trying to learn more and more about other things I can do too, because I can totally see myself treating people like part-time and then doing something else part-time. I'm just keeping on learning <laughs> and trying to figure out a plan for myself, trying to not worry about the unknown because I'm kind of a worrier, but it's okay to be unknown because it's, it's kind of exciting. I have no idea where I'm going to be in a year or two, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's super exciting though. You know, 
lot of new grads are in that position. I, I feel the same way. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really know what I want to do. I'll kind of stay open to things and it's okay. And I'm also a worrier. I think a lot of people in PT school are like type A, you kind of have to be to get into PT school. And so it's normal. And I appreciate you saying that you feel that way still after graduating because I think it gives me a little relief and other people who are in the same boat some relief that it's okay and it's exciting and you know a lot of people feel the same way yeah I agree I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned this year I don't know shoot I've learned so much this year I've, I've done a lot of networking and going to conferences this year but what I've learned because I've met I've met hundreds of PTs and I'm not exaggerating I've literally met hundreds of PTs and OTs and speech therapists and a lot of other people nurses I don't know everyone in the healthcare field you can learn something from but what I've learned is that just by asking my CIs about their their past and how did they end up working where they're working now, like every single person has jumped, I don't know, different jobs, different states, different settings. Some weren't always working with patients. Some were working with them and then left and then came back and everyone has their own different journey and it's not ever a straight line. <laughs> and that that's super reassuring because I feel like when you're graduating school, you think it's going to be, oh, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to work and I'm going to get my OCS and then I'm going to, I don't know, do residency. And I don't know if that's the appropriate order, but whatever. Everyone thinks it's kind of a straight line to the top of the success mountain, but it's it's never like that. There's always something that happens. But I don't know, talking to more and more people helped reassure me that it's okay to not know and to, <laughs> to switch around a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, just to experience different settings and just enjoy it. Enjoy. It is scary, especially for all of us who are like, holy crap, like not knowing what's going to be, you know, your future is, it's really scary. Uh, but then also thinking about it, like, you know, a year from now, things could be totally different. And, uh, and, you know, you could, be in another state or doing <laughs> in another setting. But yeah, it's it's great that you know there's not one straight line and there's so many opportunities that we have in our profession. I like how you said that. It's not a straight line up to the success or I can't even say that word. It's not a straight line up the success mountain. <laughs> I love that. That was good. Thank you. I should make metaphors for a living. That could be my side job. And for your social media. So where can people find you? Your blog, your social media? Gosh, I feel like I'm all over the place. If you want to like contact me, yeah, Facebook and email are the fastest. Facebook, probably Katie Avila, DPT, PT, something. I just changed my name. I don't know. Search up Katie Avila. Or you can just go to myroadtopt.com and click on the links because that's, that's the easiest. But I have an Instagram and Pinterest and a LinkedIn. <laughs> all of the things. I know I have all the things but I don't really use all the things. <laughs> what do you mostly use? Mostly use. Gosh I'm not big into posting on social media very much. I don't know. I'm on Facebook the most. I like browse through other people's stuff all the time and I'm always learning on all the different Facebook groups but I don't know. I'm probably on Facebook the most. Classic introvert. <laughs> oh totally. <laughs> I just absorb and read all the time. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah I mean I post pictures on my Facebook I guess that's the most active <laughs> we'll put links to all of your stuff in the yeah. show notes below people can check it out I'm like the least helpful <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine we appreciate you coming on and taking like time out of your day and your new grad busy life uh to come on and share the wisdom with the other people still in school thanks for having me on yeah I hope it helped whoever's listening and as always if you ever have any questions just 
reach out to me. I promise I'll answer within a couple of days. That's great. But thank you so much, Katie. We appreciate it so much and hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.